0: Let me get a 10-piece hot, extra crispy, extra wet. Let me get a blue cheese, matter of fact, two. I I'm on celery and fries and a peach drink. And make sure my fries is hot because they was cold last time. You are now listening to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast with the Young Auntie's.
1: Welcome to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast, hosted by us, your young aunties. Y'all know we down here in the South in the A Exactness B exact Miss walk in the room and not introduce yourself down here. So that's the first thing we're going to do is let you know who's on the mic. Okay, as always, kick us off.
0: Hey, y'all. Happy Wednesday, hump day, wherever you at. It's Auntie Kirby, aka Where's Kirby Ann, aka the West Side Woodland, checking in from the SWATs as usual.
1: And Miss Jazzy, let them know who y'all.
0: Hey, y'all! This your girl
2: Jazzy, uh, cock and hammer coming from that good old East Side. Glad to be in this bit one more again.
1: And we had to throw a little Sunshine State in it for y'all.
0: Hey, it's the favorite double C, Coco and Curvy. You know, Florida made Georgia paid up in this motherfucker. That's
1: right. <laughs> she tickles me so. <laughs> I love it. Hey, y'all! Know who it is? It's your favorite homegirl, Nick from the old school, Lactonia, where we put it on you. Ya. Y'all new school might call it Stonecrest, where we don't rest, but it's still the same Lahtonia <laughs> to me. Right. All right, <laughs> and we happy to have y'all here with us today. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. So we're gonna hope, hopefully, give y'all a pretty good show. Um, we're gonna get right into what we always start with, and that is our wing order. Of the day. Let's see. Coco, what you eating today, honey? So y'all know I'm
0: still getting fine. Still, you know. I mean, I've been fine. I'm just getting finer. (laughs) That's So, so, you know, on my plate today, I have some stuffed Spanish chicken or however you want to say it. And I got me some garlic butter broccoli. You know what I'm saying? With a little lemon zest on top of it. And, of course, I got my water. You know, got to stay hydrated and mind my goddamn business. Mm -hmm.
1: Right.
0: And that's it for me. All right, all right, Jazzy.
1: What's on your plate, dear?
2: I'm gonna do a um, I'm i am going to do a, uh, I'm gonna do a ten piece, uh, mm. lemon pepper, extra crispy. I want extra damn lemon pepper seasoning on mine. Ooh. With um, some of that uh ranch from um, oh lord, uh, Wingstop. Wingstop stop Ranch, they got cocaine, crack, heroin, <laughs> a, a little bit of fentanyl in that hole. I won't say that,
3: ranch. <laughs> Not the fentanyl.
2: <laughs> with some, uh, I'm going to do some fried okra and I'm going to do a peach drink today. I've been drinking water all day. I want me some peach drink.
1: Ooh, okay, okay. Nothing wrong with a peach drink right there to round it all off. Yeah. Uh, stop Ranch is going to start sponsoring us because it, it's becoming like a. Listen. <laughs> A thing, um, yeah. Kirby. Please Ooh. let us know
0: what is on the menu. I'm feeling a little crazy today, so <laughs> I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do some extra crispy, extra wet ranch wings. But I also want some tangy orange dipping sauce. Shout out to Hodo Hodo over in Ooh. East Atlanta. Uh, it's a ramen spot. They make their own wings, and it's got this tangy orange sauce. So do something a little different, a little freaky, uh, a little almost freaky Friday kind of situation. But I also, similar to Auntie Coco and Curvy, I need to get my mind right. So I want like a 20-ounce salad, like kale, right. romaine, butter, bib, all the lettuces, some of my fresh tomatoes that I've been growing on my cherry tomato plant, some of my okay. fresh basil, and, uh, I'm not even going to do hella dressing. I'm going to season my, my salad. It's something I've been learning how to do. So I'm going to do some garlic powder, some onion powder, fresh cracked pepper, white vinegar, and a little bit of sea salt. Uh, what? Yeah. I'm going to try uh, Listen, seasoning your salad Keep you from using too much salad dressing. It has been a lifesaver for a young player like me who used to drown their salad in blue cheese.
2: hmm um,
0: and I'm going to have a big jug, a gallon of water, but I'm also going to have a whole bottle of wine as well. Okay, thanks, man. A
1: whole bottle?
0: Yes, that is correct.
1: All right. Let's come through with the seasoned salad. Let me, yeah, i are going to have to look into that. Now, I'm going to still put some dressing on my salad, but <laughs> what I will say is that sometimes when I'm trying to do a little healthier, I do take the advice of a trainer, which was to take your fork, and dip the, is it called prong? What's the bottom of your fork called? Prongs. Dip the prongs in your dressing, and then fork your salad and eat it like that, so you're eating a lot less dressing um, than you would normally, well, that I would normally be eating. <laughs> i um,
2: say that bullshit.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, because you still get the, the taste. That's time to zoom It's it's, it's just another second. Girl, <laughs> like, I, I do like, all that. Come water, on, you know eating. The but it's just you know, as opposed to like she said, drowning your salad in dressing, which you know, big girls we love sauce. So you know, that's what we be Girl, doing. Don't don't I. Um, Okay, all kinds of.
3: Sauce.
1: I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I ain't <laughs> never shied away from. You catch me on a date, and I like salad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually like the, the taste of salad. But uh one one thing about me, I'm gonna get my dressing and my extra dressing mm-hmm. <laughs> is and my salad's gonna be fully dressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm gonna be fully dressed, dressed and my salad's gonna be fully dressed. Um uh, so but yeah, what I'm just trying to cut back though, you know, like that's just a good little, I don't know, it's almost like a mind trick basically. Um, but you you know, you're still getting your little your little flavor in and it's not and it it doesn't feel dry. But it's not drowning, you know, it's like a little yeah, spritz. But, um, anyway, I want me some smoky bones, sweet mm-hmm. brown sugar wings, Ooh, them holes hit oh. with that chunky blue cheese that they got up there. And go ahead and give me uh, what I'm talking about. I'm cutting back on the dressing. Nope, not today. Go ahead and give me <laughs> the big bowl of it. Um, and I want all the chunks. And I'm going to enjoy that. That's what I want today. I don't need no sides. I don't need nothing else. Just give me my sweet brown sugar wings and some nice chunky blue cheese and some ice cold water. And we're going to make it do what it do. Okay. Do
0: what it do tonight. Hey.
1: Right. <laughs> um. All right. Well, it seems like we all got our plates looking real nice and good. So we're going to move it right on along. Jazzy. Yes. Do you got something good for me today? I do. For this good old auntie of the day. What do we got? Y'all, so
2: the auntie of the day is Judge Verda Colvin. Who? Yes. She got her bachelor's degree at Sweet Briar College, and she went to my alma mater, University of Georgia, for her, uh, her law degree. And um she has just recently been appointed to the Supreme Court of Georgia, y'all. I'm so excited because uh, that's about the only thing that I like Kemp right now about, is he mm-hmm. this, this African-American woman to the Georgia Supreme Court. Um, she used to be a former judge for the Georgia Court of Appeals. She was actually born and raised in Atlanta, but she moved and lived in Macon, since 1999 so she was a district attorney in macon then she was a um a superior court judge in macon then she moved up to the georgia court of appeals which brian brian kemp appointed her to the georgia court of appeals and he just recently this past tuesday appointed her to the supreme court of georgia so good job um judge verda oh and then another thing too and then it's I don't know if y'all remember a video that went viral in 2016, but she was the judge who addressed some juveniles in her courtroom. She has a, well, she oh, yeah. had a, yeah, considered a consequences program for at-risk students.
3: Mm-hmm. And she
2: was the one that gave um, a speech to the kids, and she held up a white body bag and told them, you know, they don't change their ways. They're going to be in this body bag soon. So she went viral in 2016. I don't know if y'all seen it, but that that was
1: her. Yes. OK, that's her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about her quite a bit at that time, because, you know, just basically keeping it all the way real in yeah. the courtroom and, you know, not holding back, trying to save some lives. OK, and t- tell us her name one more time.
2: Judge Verda Colvin, you can look this Judge up. Judge Verda
1: Colvin.
0: I wouldn't fuck with nobody named Verda, so <laughs> <laughs> you know she, look, you know she don't play no games. <laughs> Verda gets giving out the verdicts, okay? It, it's not, it's <laughs> not
3: like. Shit.
1: I'm
0: telling you, don't nobody want to hear when Auntie Verda comes to the count uh to the cookout.
1: Lord Jesus, no. she said Verda is giving out the good verdicts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she sure is. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so this is Again, I love Auntie of the Day Jazzy, because you be teaching me stuff You're Introducing us to new people This is an auntie that is currently making history and- Yeah and- I be trying, you know
2: what
1: I'm saying <laughs> I love it Okay, so We had we had the young um, auntie What we call her, the young niece mm-hmm. Last uh, week And um, We got Auntie Verda This week Yep, so that's what's up Okay, alright, we're going to keep it moving on the show You guys and get to the meat and potatoes Which y'all came here for To see what we're talking about We're going to start with what's going on in Atlanta Um, And our Florida native is going to hook us up And <laughs> let us know what's been going on now, I know you said it's something about some lawmaking mm. Some money in law enforcement So Coco, break it down, what is going on?
0: Okay, so Georgia House Speaker David Ralston, I think I'm pronouncing that right, um, announced that he will be opposing uh, $3 million um, additional law enforcement resources to fight crime in the city of Atlanta. Um, The proposal is committed to devoting whatever resources that is warranted to bring Atlanta recent crime wave under control. Um, so, he's looking to have 20 additional state trooper positions. The positions will be devoted to the GBI SWAT team as well as the Nighthawks task force. Um, he's also seeking to double the size of the GBI gang task force and also the human trafficking task force. Um, he stated Ooh. that he's doing this because people of Atlanta are more likely to be a victim of shootings shooting than Chicago really know where he got that from but that's what he <laughs> stated uh, he also said that you know it's also the prosecutors and the judges fault to some degree because they're not holding offenders accountable um you know i agree to some extent of that um and then to end he quoted that today we are sending a clear message that we will protect the safety of georgia citizens in atlanta in every corner of the state end quote so what do you guys think about that so, okay. let me make sure I understand correctly. He is mm-hmm. opposing adding $3 million to the yes. budget. But yes. he wants to then also increase uh, the workers on some of these task force that we got. Yes. And okay. this is to start in 2020 during the latest letter sa- session. So, they're looking to start it really next year. Um. Okay, so, all right, you want more people to work, but you don't want no more money? I'm confused. Uh, I will say this. Being on the South Side, I have ran through a couple of, I think I spoke about this last week. I may not have. I've ran through a couple of roadblocks that have been on this side of town. I think there was something called Operation Scorpion that was going on in Atlanta, mm-hmm. where they was basically making sure that, you know, if you was driving drunk, or you was on a major vein or highway, specifically like Camp Creek and Fulton Industrial and some of the other major um, traveling areas, that you weren't out here committing crimes and doing no BS. But it doesn't make sense to me that you don't want to add more to the budget, but you want people to do more work. I mean, our law enforcement people across the state, not just Atlanta, because we can talk all day about how Atlanta police is down close to 3,000 people at this point, and how Fulton County has always been uh, in a situation where they did not have enough officers to to respond to the amount of crimes that were going on, even prior, even prior, even prior to the Pandoricia, so <laughs> I, law enforcement across this entire state is highly underpaid, um, and that's coming from persons that don't work in law enforcement. Like even I know that. Like there are people that work as APD, and don't get me wrong, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that I really quote unquote like the police, but we do need them. Um, there are people in APD that have been working for APD for like six plus years and they only make $46,000 a year. I'm not leaving my house to potentially get my head blown off for no $46,000 a year. Um, so, you know, it just doesn't really make sense to me that you would not want to increase the budget, but you want there to be more people working. You want more, more people to put their life on the line for, in my opinion, a lot of Georgians that really don't even appreciate law enforcement in the first place. And also... You want more people to be available for these Karens to call the police on this? No, I'm good. I'm fine. Just, I'm going to need him to figure yeah. out his accounting situation. I don't know if you know GAP rules, accrual cool accounting, cash accounting, but the money not making sense and neither are your requests. Yeah, so he's looking basically to add more positions, but not necessarily. He didn't say or mention anything about raising the pay for the officers, all- officers who are already employed. And it's not even to the city of Atlanta. Like It's to the state trooper and like the GBI. um Um, task force so it's not even they're not even proposing to add more officers actually who work for apd or Fulton county and Um, state troopers are damn near bounty hunters so the answer for me is a hard no
1: (laughs) (laughs) jazzy where you come in on this
0: man look
2: (laughs) We, we why don't they talk to some people that really like Live in these neighborhoods, live in these communities, and people—the ground workers that really work with these motherfucking criminals—and ask them what do they think is needed. Because if you if you get down to the, I'm gonna keep saying it, you cannot keep adding law enforcement, law enforcement agencies money, like Keisha Lance Bottom proposed a seventy million dollar budget for APD. And you're not getting to the root cause of why these people continue to commit all of these crimes. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to be doing some research in these Mm -hmm. communities in Atlanta and and in Clayton County and all these other communities where we're seeing an increase in crime and figure out why is crime increasing in these areas Mm -hmm. before you start throwing, oh, we need more law enforcement positions. No, I don't know if any, you said what, Auntie?
0: I said, no, they don't. That's no, not going to fix the problem. No. if, if, that's, if There's going to be
2: more if, people going to be locked up. <laughs> right? Um, What is that that uh, he's a handsome detective too. He's Hispanic. Is it Vince uh, Velasquez? Vince yes, Velasquez from APD and he's on like the first 48 with Detective Quinn. They were like partners mm-hmm. and stuff. He spoke on somebody's radio station the other day. I was listening to it. And he was like, you know, throwing more police into the neighborhood is not going to cut it. People got to get out in the neighborhood. Police have to get out in the neighborhoods on foot and get to know the people and get to know their communities like he used to back in the day when he was working as a, a beat officer is what they would call it. So y'all y'all got to do something else besides tell my more mo work for law enforcement officers, figure, figure out what the fuck going on.
1: Yeah, I agree, Jazzy. I think that you know, there's a place for law enforcement and there's a place for other things and different ideas. And here's this: this is how I liken it. Is really, it's kind of like if you have a group of um, people and you're feeding them like um, a bunch of sugary stuff, and um, they, you never give them toothpaste or toothbrushes, mm-hmm. and their teeth start to rot. The yeah. answer isn't that we need more. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You don't. You don't just keep saying, "Well, get them more dentists, get them more dentists, add, we pay for more dentists That's not addressing the problem. The problem is going back to the, We need to get the, to the root of why is there no toothbrushes, no toothpaste, and only candy and sugary mm-hmm. things that are eating and rotting these teeth. Yep, mm-hmm. what we need to fix, and then we don't need all these damn dentists. But yeah. the dentist is just putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound. And that's really what we're doing right now um, with this law enforcement thing is we're putting a Band-Aid on gunshot wounds and wondering why is it still bleeding out because we're not addressing the wound. Um, and, and I have, of course, y'all know why. I have a lot of respect for law enforcement. Some of us are law enforcement, you know, and yeah. we know, you know, what day in and day out people are dealing with and working with trying yeah. to do the job um, the right way and, and work with our communities. And when we don't have the resources to do what we want to do and need to do, it gets very frustrating. So with that said, I still put the, um, a lot of pressure on the communities to vote. Mm -hmm. To show up and to keep your foot on your local politicians' necks and elected officials' necks to do what it is that they need to do in your communities. Just keep adding more police (laughs) and more law enforcement.
0: Yeah, like what the hell? When I was thinking resources, I was thinking about intervention or prevention programs, evidence-based practices that actually work.
2: Yep, and Um, and, um, make these motherfucking
0: parents take exactly classes. And then also, you have to think about it. They're gentrifying the fuck out of Atlanta. They, yep. need, they need these white people to feel safe because that's who they want to be there. So, mm-hmm. you know, in their mind, we're just going to hire more police, which kind of Refer back to hotspot policing, basically saying if the president of police is just Mm -hmm. there all the time, that crimes will decrease. That's not true. (laughs) They don't give a damn (laughs) about the police being there. (laughs) Uh, They don't. And just like you said, you know, we're not fixing the problem. Like, we're not fixing the root of the problem. See what type of, like, all of that stuff is there. The numbers, the type of crimes that are being committed. Like, okay, who are the most, the age group of the people who are committing these crimes? Okay, what are they lack? Like? What are they education level? Like, what are they mental health? Like, it's so much assessing that they have to do, but that's too yeah. much work for them. You know, like, that's a lot of work and research that they're not about to do. So in hindsight, we could just say that we're adding more police or more law enforcement positions because then people would think, well, hell, if it's more police, it's gonna be less crime. Baby, in 2022, the crime rate is gonna be high. And also, I really do think it's a setup for Miss Keisha. Because you know, crime that we figure out crime because what is being reported. Who's to say that when what's his name? Kasim Reed was there that they wasn't under reporting crime you get what I'm saying? Who was to say that now they are overreporting crime? Because really you don't know. We know what they tell us when it mm-hmm. comes to crime and the research behind it. We know what they tell us. That's so a good who, like I said, it's a hard no for me because you're not doing anything but just stirring the pot until we find the root of the problem crime is going to continue to increase and that's mm-hmm.
1: that's it and that's what a T.I.E. is alright, well yeah. Still in Georgia, Jazzy. Now, you started telling me about this and I was just appalled. Something about a white man beating a black boy with a belt? In his Wait yard? a
0: minute now.
1: Y'all, these
2: folks.
0: <laughs>
2: so, earlier this month, in Villa Rica, Georgia. Oh
0: no, not where my ass,
2: from. Country <laughs> ass Carroll County. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Uh, yeah,
3: they,
2: they have it on the video. It looks like it's one of the the. Um, it was recorded by the the house camera where the the little boy was staying. Mm-hmm. You see a white male, grown white ass man, charging towards the boy with a belt in his hand. Grabs him by his shirt. Then you see him grabbing him by his neck and start whooping him. Push him up against mm-hmm. the the garage door and start whooping him. I'm not sure if y'all seen him. Um, with the belt, so he's saying that you know he got tired of the young boy using um, a lot of profanity. So he went over there and proceeded to, I guess whoop his ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, now, now, I am a fan of the community needs to start getting together and help each other with their children. But when it comes to whooping other folks' kids, especially with you being a white person and this is a black boy, that's a negative. If you had an issue with him cussing, you should have went and told his mama Mm -hmm. and said something to her. And these in this time, you can't put your hands on no kids. And then in a news article I read, the mama talking about she worked with at-risk youth. And he told her before about his cussing, and she said she used to it. Cause she, that's the type of kid she work with, and she don't care. Uh,
0: Mom? Uh, okay, mama dog, ready
2: Is you out of your mind? Talking about this is on the Eleven Alive article. I was, I was reading. What you mean you don't care about him cussing? No, he's fifteen. He need to watch his mouth, and that's a reflection of you and your household. But what y'all think?
0: Ooh. Uh, Oh, um. first of all um why are you embarrassing me like this i don't people may not know this a lot my, my maternal side of my family most of them are from west georgia so bremen draketown Rica, carroll county um oh okay. my god this is just oh this is embarrassing down to the stove um number one number two okay yeah community policing of the children and getting them together um mama why don't you care about your child's uh, use of foul language and how they need to learn how to communicate without profanity before they start making profanity a consistent part of their language like and then mr white man it's 2021 why are you beating black children (laughs) to be like what is happening here yeah, right. it's a and you know what's crazy? They next door neighbors because Carroll County is literally a hop, skip, and a jump from Alabama. Y'all, why does Alabama councilman sit call somebody a house nigga during a meeting?
3: <sighs>
0: it says here, and just real quick tangent: an Alabama councilman uh, was filmed referring to a black counselor, a woman to be specific, calling her a house nigga. Um, it says, a Terrence City council member, Tommy Bryant, stood up and asked, do we have a house nigga in here during a meeting on Monday? Um, in a video of the meeting uploaded to YouTube by Bama Politics, the 76-year-old councilman can be heard using the racial slur in response to an audience member who accused his wife of using the N-word on Facebook. Oh, Lord, I didn't even know that part. Uh, quote, let's get the let's get the nigga, Bryant says, before asking, do we have a house nigga in here? Do we, oh, do man. we? He is seen pointing in the direction of city councilwoman Veronica Freeman, who is black. There's an audible shock on the video among those in attendance. Freeman can be seen appearing to sob into her hands following the remarks. Um, Brian later defended the use of the term in an interview with WVTM, claiming he was only repeating the words Terrence City's black mayor, Wayman Newton, had previously used in reference to Freeman. Jesus (laughs) According to the councilman, Newton described Freeman using the phrase along with the prefix stupid in an executive session earlier that day. Quote, I thought that the city ought to know what sort of terminology the mayor uses, and I didn't want him to get away with this. So that's the reason I used the comment, Brian told WVTM. Quote, we need to stop racial slurs that the mayor makes. He's always picking on Veronica Freeman. The mayor bullies her. The city needs to know what kind of mayor, what kind of vocabulary he has. Brian denied <laughs> being racist, telling the broadcaster, I did, I did what needed to be done. Responding oh, to the incident, Newton told Alabama local news the video speaks for itself. He offered a comment on whether he used the N-word in relation to Freeman. You know, Alabama been getting it fucked up in the game. And I am, and clearly people in proximity to Atlanta, hey Carroll <laughs> County, like, first, the abortion rights situation. And we know that y'all probably still lynch people because Alabama is Alabama. Listen. Um, and now you got people that are in political positions <laughs> in whole cities and counties and councilmen talking about some, do we have a house nigga in here? You know, white men, white men, well, let me call you to the front of the congregation for just a moment. Yep. Um, you have already conquered, raped, pillaged, and destroyed most of the historic cultures across the lands of the lands, all the continents. Y'all, even in Antarctica, Jeff Bezos' goofy ass and took a dip to space just to touch it for 15 minutes uh, with a whole bunch of people's a whole bunch of people's money that are basically his slaves. Yes, I said it. Um, y'all gonna have to relax, because see, when you don't <laughs> know your history, you are bound to repeat it. Anybody that remembers Marie Antoinette, yep, she told them people, will let them eat cake. Y'all gonna keep putting cake in everybody's face. Mr. White Man over here beating somebody else's child. Mr. White Man over here talking about some do we have a house nigga over here? Jeff Bezos out here wasting all these Amazon workers' uh hard-earned uh insurance money and unemployment insurance money and payroll insurance and all these people that order shit on Amazon every two hours using <laughs> Amazon Prime is wasting all their fucking coin. To
2: go off Auntie. to do some
0: to, to do some stupid shit. Y'all get enough of that shit. And heads up. You little white girls, they love black dick and they're continuously procreating with them. So y'all can keep playing. This is turning into a biracial country. And I don't know what that means for black people, but I do know what it means for white folks though. Y'all going uh-huh. chill out. Period. And I'm through.
1: Well, all right. <laughs> I just Chandy, what you think, honey.
0: I don't know. Cause what is going on? You know I, I y'all should see my face over here what like she confusing. I'm so confused. Like, it's so much to unpack from both situations. It is. And, you know, for you to think that you can actually cross the damn street through <laughs> my child and I don't know you like that, you, something is wrong with you. Um, he shouldn't have been cussing. I, 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 you know, I don't like children who curse. I don't, it just, it's, it broke my spirit the wrong way because, you know, these children, new age children, they'll curse in front of anybody. They don't care. Yep. But, but I, don't, <laughs> yep. I don't, I
2: don't,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know, like, what is going on? And then you have Alabama, but, you know, like you said, it's Alabama. <laughs> but then for him to flip the strip and say that I was just repeating something that somebody else said, like, even if he you wanted to make it aware of how he speak, baby, that wasn't the time or the place to do. It's. You wasn't the person. Exactly. Right. Like, I'm so confused. But do you know why people got to put their business and other people's business? Because, you know, that's one thing they don't know how to do. It's mind their damn business. That's true. Um, if y'all was <laughs> seasoning y'all fucking food, they don't know, <laughs> know how to do your that. Like, they don't know how to do that at all. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I think I'm just, I'm just, I don't know you guys. Like, I'm really just confused. But you know I'm not surprised because you know like I say white people do white people shit and when they do white people shit you know, what do you expect? You can't even, you can be surprised but you can be like, "Mm, i seen it coming. So you know that's that's just how I feel about the situation like white people just doing white people shit. White
1: people out here white people.
0: Exactly, they doing Uh, like no other.
1: I mean I agree with Shandy. it's so much to unpack there it's almost impossible but um, I mean, as far as like the, the Georgia incident, like she said, the audacity for you to do that. Now here's, I am very leery and very, very, um, hesitant about approaching people's children.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like, like as I said, you know, you you could approach the parent who who is in charge here. Um, I had an yeah. incident with my neighbors one time where they had an amplifier on the front porch, aiming it in my house, um. At Sunday on uh, seven seven a.m. Sunday morning, with a microphone attached to it screaming, "Wake up, everybody! Get up! It's time to go! Everybody, turn up!" To get, you know, and wait, I wait. Yes, child. Kids would do some crazy stuff all day. So basically, <laughs> their parents had got up and went, I guess, to church or something, and left the kids at home. And these kids decided, "We about to wake the neighborhood up today." in a very special way and put that big amplifier on the front porch plug that microphone in turn that thing all the way up and say get up everybody hey get up get up it's time to get up it's time to turn up they even put the little baby on the back the baby like (laughs) (laughs) no I swear and I'm sitting there like oh my God, and I, everything in me wanted to go over there, snatch that microphone out that amp, whoop everybody and lay them down to take a nap. <laughs> Y'all go lay down. But these ain't my kids. And here's the thing. I don't have a relationship with, at, at the time, I didn't have a relationship with the kids or their parents to where it would have been appropriate mm-hmm. for me to address those kids in that scenario. You know, I'm not supervising them. That you know, I I I just I didn't find it appropriate at that time. But what I did do was window, and as soon as I parents pull up, get out the car, I was knocking on their window. We need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Like and like, what's up? And I just explained what was going on. I'm like, what can we do? You know, because it's you know they've been a little loud with it before, but today it kind of like really crossed the line. Um and we we're gonna have to figure something out. And we did, and we never had a problem again. Um tell your kids stay in the motherfucking house. You know what I'm saying? Like it's we don't all want to hear it because they want to hear it. But um, you know, the thing is is that you address the parent. Um, and if it becomes an issue past that, then you start looking into your local ordinances, you know. Mm -hmm. And you you let the parent know, I talked to you about it. You saying you don't care if he could do this stuff, but hey, He's it's really disturbing the piece of the neighborhood. The, the ordinance of the city say that this can't happen and if it becomes an issue, I'ma have to go ahead and call code enforcement. You know, and let people do and figure it out that way. But don't don't be out here taking it upon yourself to pull your belt off and, and do that. Because if that boy would have retaliated and defended himself, then that that's something totally different. different. Like that mama said, the boy plays football. He is capable of defending himself, but he was yeah. afraid, like, if I do something, you know, I'm going to end up dead, and they're going to try to justify it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so he he chose to handle it the way he did. And I, I just don't understand how you have it in your mind that it's okay for you to go put your hands on a child. People just think that they have ownership over black people and black bodies and black black children as if they are not kids. Um, because That's if it was reversed and a black man with a little white child and oh, beat yeah. him and choked him and chased him, this would be a whole other situation.
2: Now, he was arrested, y'all, for cruelty to children, aggravated assault and all that yes. stuff.
1: As he should be. Um, and I hope he Get whatever he got coming to him and he learned his lesson from that because I'm sure he don't want to be in prison and them taking their belt off them inmates and there and showing oh. him some discipline
0: the way <laughs> they would give
1: it to him. Okay. Oh, so he's grandpa, grandpa's grandpa's and,
0: start dating that boy. Watch.
1: Listen, in Alabama, listen, it man, even if your intention was to call the man out, first of all, like you said, make sure the messenger is the right person. Second of all, <laughs> That ain't the way to do it. I wish you would have <laughs> over this with somebody. I, I wish you would have uh, phoned a friend and practiced and got it. And somebody would have told you, don't do that. Stupid shit. Don't do that because that, that ain't going to, that ain't even going to come off right. Okay. If that's really what you was doing, if that's what you were doing, poor execution. Um, Because ain't nobody looking at the governor. They looking at you because mm-hmm. you was the only one dumb enough to get on that mic and ask if it was a house nigga in the room up,
0: her.
1: <laughs> Um, I, I, it's just crazy that in 2021 we're still having to explain these things like white people y'all had so long to use the word nigga <laughs> you know like y'all had free range of the word it's only been a few years where it's been too For y'all to use it. And it's like, it's just killing (laughs) y'all. That you can't use it. It Let it go. Okay? Let it go. (laughs) It's over. Okay? You just can't do it no more. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, dealing with these situations, I don't know, but hey, moving on in 2021. We also have to look forward to what the Olympics. Yeah, One quick Olympics check in. You no. know, last week we talked about Shakari, every week we've been talking about Shakari, 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 Shakari. Um, Shakari, Shakari, Shikari. Shikari, excuse me, Shakari, Shikari. <laughs> get her name right, Shakari, 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 forgive me, Shakari. Um, Shakari versus everybody, you know, so many topics going on in in um relation to her let her run let her take be accountable give her keep let her keep her endorsements take her money everybody has an opinion but you know the the uh, money has spoken and the money will be wherever she resides <laughs> because right. she got mm-hmm. her endorsements they are they gonna they gonna stick beside her mm-hmm. um and so recently um a new commercial came out. Did y'all see it? Yes. Which yes. One of
0: our later topics. As well.
1: Yes, exactly. It's going to tie into one of our later topics because the music um, that was featured in it in her new Beats commercial um, was definitely is... Ugh, I don't even want to give too much away, but just know that we're still on the lookout for Shakeri. She's still... Bag, she's still working. Um, I just hope that she's able to make good choices between now and any other thing that she has coming up so that she can just keep growing and, and doesn't have any other issues. In other Olympic news, Coco Golf, um, if y'all are um, remember her, she is a 17 year old um tennis star. Yeah, you ever see her um play? Yeah, she she's yeah, a beast. Okay. She tested positive she for COVID, you guys, so she will Ooh. not. Able to play in the Olympic Games in Tokyo, Tokyo this year, um, she says she's so disappointed to share the news that I've tested positive for COVID and won't be able to play in the Olympic Games in Tokyo. It has always been a dream of mine to represent. There's many more chances for me to make this come true in the future. I wish Team USA best of luck and a safe games for every Olympian and the entire Olympic family. So our prayers definitely you know, go out to Coco. We know that it is a huge thing to be able to, you know, partake in the Olympics and we were looking forward to seeing her and we hope to see her soon. Also in the Olympics, cardboard beds. Yes, this is what we have the Olympians um, sleeping on. Um, cardboard beds, Um, they're supposed to be um, like recyclable, you know, biodegradable, good for the um, environment um, and all that good stuff so that they'll be uh, was like repurposed as soon as the Olympics is over. It says that they can hold up to 441 pounds um, per bed. Um, have, did y'all see the pictures of these beds? Have y'all seen them? Yeah uh, yeah yeah, they're very interesting. Uh, but a lot of conversation came out about was this part of the anti-sex? movement that was going on where they didn't want the olympians in tokyo to have sex um but they have come out and said that no these are not anti-sex that again they can hold up to 441 pounds so a lot could still go down in these beds i don't know i guess my main thing looking at it was how comfortable are these beds um and these mattresses because I would think that a, a professional athlete needs a really good, comfortable night of sleep um, to be comfortable. You know, these mattresses and uh, beds just don't look like that great. But I could be wrong. Who knows? They may be very comfortable. I'll, I guess we'll wait and let them tell us what they think. Um, and lastly, Simone Biles. you I know we've been cheering for her because she has been dominating. Yes. Um Of gymnastics. She's already a four time Olympic gold medalist. Um, She's made history several times, um, especially at the US Classic when she landed the Yurochenko double pike vault, which is like unheard of. Um, Here's the thing in gymnastics, the scoring is a little bit different um, than in other sports. So rather than athletes earning points through a performance, Like They don't score points and get get their points as they go. Um, They start with a difficulty scale that tells them how much their routine is worth. And basically, the judges will deduct points based on any errors that they do in real time during their routine. Well, here's the thing with Simone. Simone is in a league of her own at this point, literally. Her start values are so high because her difficulty level and things that she is capable of doing that other gymnasts are not capable of doing is so high that they have they've never had a cap on how high these start values can start but now they are
0: oh god
1: they they're, they're putting a, a cap on it and saying that they don't want to they don't want to encourage other less, I guess, able athletes to attempt these skills that Simone is doing because it could be dangerous for them. Well, don't attempt it then. It's that simple. You know you can
0: not do it. Sit your high down somewhere, baby.
1: And it's really gotten to the point where Simone Biles was quiet, but now she's expressing that she's pissed off um, over the unfair valuation of her skills. Um, She says, am I in a league of my own? (laughs) Yes, but that doesn't mean you can't credit me for what I'm doing. They keep asking us to do more difficulty and to give more artistry, give more harder skills. So we do, and then they don't credit it, and I don't think that's fair. Um, she says they don't want the field to be too far apart. Um, I, and and I and I definitely see that she she she's peeping exactly what's going on because her score. Is so high. She can even make a few mistakes and still win because she's attempting things that they can't even attempt. And people are saying not fair, not fair. Um, I remember there were even in the past some some white gymnasts that made comments saying maybe if we paint our skin black, we can win, too. In reference to her and Gabby Douglas. Um, so there's mm-hmm. definitely racism. race. Well, in case people didn't think that there was um, in the past when other gymnasts have, you know, upped the ante, there was never a cap put on it. Only now when Simone is, is out here, outdoing everybody. So, what do you guys think about this Olympics update? You got Sha'Carri, Um, you have Simone, you have the cardboard beds, and we got No. <clears throat> no. You said Jazzy, girl? Yep. <laughs> at, at, at.
2: I really wanted to see Coco in the Olympics I, I actually like watching the Olympics like I said on a, another show I don't be watching it in real time when it's going on my ass go back <laughs> and watch it oh, I like watching the Olympics but at this point I feel like y'all need to go cancel that shit <laughs> um, y'all got them folks sleeping on cardboard beds if them folks gonna fuck them folks is gonna fuck on the cardboard bed on the floor, on the carpet in the closet, in the pool, in the hallway. that That's what they're going to do. So, y'all saying it. Why, why y'all putting them on cardboard beds and y'all not putting the folks on mattresses? The motherfuckers is out there flipping, throwing uh uh metal balls and javelins or whatever the fuck all this shit's called. They putting their hard work and <laughs> <in. So laughs> sleeping on cardboard beds, talking about it hold up to 400-something pound. Unacceptable. Coco done got the COVID and another, uh, some someone else. On the volleyball team as well, I um heard also has gotten COVID. So that's why I'm just like, you know. Oh,
1: this, and uh, they took the audience away. I forgot to mention that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's no audience out there. Y'all need to... Y'all might need to go ahead and cancel that until maybe next year or something and redo it. And y'all need to give uh, Simone Biles her flowers while she's here. If she score $137 million, Give her hundred and thirty-seven million, cause she is that bitch. She is the goat, and y'all finna stop playing with her, okay? That's all I got to say. All
1: right, Miss Coco, girl. Like I said
0: in the last one, this is so much to unpack. What is going on? I agree. Well, Auntie Jazzy, just <laughs> cut it out. It's first of all, it's in Tokyo, right? It's in Tokyo. Yeah. That's yeah. all I got to say. That like a majority <laughs> of the shit that is going on is because it is in Tokyo. Y'all know, like come on now. They should just never had hey, it there. I don't care what nobody say every day is something. It's it's just something. Every day is something going on with it. You know what I'm saying? Just cut it out. Then also um Simone, so what do they expect her to do? Not be great? Like they is not on her level. It's not her fault. If you want to be on her level, work like she worked. Well, I mean, you know, she can't help that she that damn good. Like, but you know, it's just white people, white people in. Um, it's only one Coca-Cola, baby. You know what I'm saying? They huh. just can't, you know, they got to find a reason to poke everything so they can have a, a chance at winning everything or you know how it go. Or, you know, Asians, Asian, <laughs> you know, they, they, they not too far from, from the white people. I ain't everybody, everybody, like, everybody. They, everybody, you know, everybody, they black people for real. Like, let's be, make it clear. They don't fuck with us. They don't like us. They think we are the epitome of trash. That's how they feel. And you know, when it comes to us, excelling these things, they're going to do whatever it takes to put us 10 step backward. But that's just the world. It's us against the world. At the end of the day, I don't care what nobody say.
2: But yeah,
0: it's And cut it out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why it just it's a lot going on. I don't even want to watch it because it's just a lot going on every day, and I can't take it. My anxiety, we can't take it. We can't. We can't. The 2021 Olympics is a 20 billion dollar mistake. and I literally mean that. They Tokyo, Japan spent and whoever else was funding the IOC and all them people that deal with the Olympics, mm-hmm. twenty billion dollars was spent to get ready for this. So clearly y'all and Jeff Bezos got the same financial advisors. Um lose <laughs> <laughs> the spent all this do it, money. It ain't no crowd. Y'all done put all of these Japanese people out their homes and tore down buildings and shit the same way y'all did Atlanta in ninety-six. I guess y'all moved all the quote-unquote ghetto Japanese people down to the Clayton County in Japan um, so I'm that y'all tired. can try to look good on a world stage in the middle of Pandorisha. Um, and there's no audience. You're disrespecting some of the most elite athletes that will ever visit that island of yours. Um, and then you got people sleeping on cardboard. I'm sorry. Are, is this some NASA shit? How do you spend twenty billion dollars on an e- on on an event that lasts what ten maybe fifteen days? Yeah, when told the whole city where it's happening up, moved all these people out, and you got folks sleeping on cardboard. But who sponsorship is this? Who was greasing somebody's pockets around this shit? <laughs> and to speak specifically around Simone, you know, it makes me think of the story of uh, Sir uh sarge bartman i think i'm saying that correctly which was a african woman who had a very voluptuous figure and who was basically paraded around like a circus animal um mm-hmm. for her body shape and he eventually was somewhat a part of the reason why during the victorian era white men was walking around with them big bells on their asses up under their dress yeah. to mm-hmm. look like a black woman Y'all want to be black, but you don't want to be black. You see me, but you don't see me. Mm-hmm. Um, You want us to be there for your endorsements and to sell your Nike and your Misfit and your whatever the fuck else you finna in the Sports Illustrated covers. Uh, Hey, Naomi Osaka, you did a good job. You want us to sell stuff. You want to buy and trade and still to a certain degree use us as slave labor to make billions of dollars but you won't let me do what utilize the god-given gift that i have to the degree in which i have it how disrespectful how disrespectful and you know i'm past the point in my life of trying to gain any type of sympathy or moral uh as it relates to people and how they treat people of color because it's not just black americans that everybody steal from anybody of color whether it's darker indian indian people whether it's other people from the continent of africa um and in particular nigerians because nigerian culture is is widely spreading at this point um restaurants popping up all over the place you want to be of us not but not with us and at this particular point you know like i said 20 billion dollars worth of money which is made up anyway and I could go on and on about how money is fiat and stuff like that but I will say this there's going to come a time and it is coming steadfast when you will not be able to commodify blackness Mm -hmm. and be able to utilize it and uproot it and raise it from the dead in the way in which you do Mm -hmm. and then taunt our children our Mm -hmm. best like Simone, like Naomi Osaka, like Azyla, anybody else that is ending up being a face of something that you want to use them to make money for. And what I'm hoping for is that as we continue to progress in, in the, in the 2020s um, and into the thirties and the forties, that black people all over the world start recognizing that you are worth so much more than you give yourself credit for. Mm-hmm. Stop going to these organizations and these people, including the Olympics, the Oscars, the Grammys, Wimbledon, the French Open, your presence is only needed to sell shit. Yeah. And if you're not there to sell the stuff, they can't make no money off of us. Just completely absolve yourself. And I know the awards and the accolades, and you practice all your life, and you practice so hard, but you know what? We are in an era where you can create your own platforms and mm-hmm. opportunities. I'm ready for there to be a Black Or even just a people of color athletic competition that brings its most elite athletes. And when I say elite, I mean if you can't compete on Simone's level, you can't come. Period. So if she's in that motherfucker by herself, then that's an automatic win. Um, I'm tired. It was a waste of money. It was a waste of time. And a waste of emotional labor of these babies, and I'm so sad that they ended up catching COVID. But Japan, y'all know what happened to y'all at the beginning of the pandemic. You really should have canceled this shit in the first place. And that's the, that on that. That's on Mary had a little lamb, and it wasn't by Joseph.
1: And that's life, Mama. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I don't know if there's anything else to say after that. So no, we keep it I on. think I had
0: that. She did. We gonna slide
1: right on, um, Jesse. Jazzy, I'm coming back to you, boo, because girl, you had us, you know, you keep us up to, up to date on what's going on in the news, and you, when these uh, insurgents came <laughs> and rioted at our capital <laughs> earlier this Greatness. year, these terrorists um, did this this horrible egregious crime of, of uh, treason, because we're going to call it what it is, you kept us up to date. So keep us going. The, the first the first case happened, right? Yeah, y'all. So the first U.S. Capitol writer
2: was convic- convicted of a felony, and he got eight months in prison. Um, y'all know back on January 6th, them folks from the caucus mountains got upset. They was trying to stop the counting of the votes. Listening to that damn orange fool, Donald Trump, went down into the U.S. Capitol and the shit was live, y'all. And I watched the shit live, and I'm like, they going up the steps. Oh, they going to the door. Oh, goddamn, they storming in. They not gonna stop these some of my bitches. But anyways, so this man he pleaded guilty to breaching the Senate chamber um, during the U.S. Uh, Capitol insurrection. He was actually just sentenced on Monday. Um, he's a, a Floridian, uh, Auntie Coco, um, and <laughs> the. Uh, justice department requested a year and a half prison term, stating that you know they felt this would deter other people from um contemplating a second act a year and a half ain't finna deter shit in my eyes (laughs) um and the judge basically stated you know gave him the eight months in prison because he did uh well in the judge's eyes he pleaded guilty early and he issued what the judge saw was a sincere apology. Oh, bye, Felicia. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm, I'm first of all, you want to keep a motherfucker from storming the U.S. Capitol? The minimum that motherfucker should have got was 10 years. And you need to do 75% of it to the dough. Stop playing with me. See, that's how they do black folks and other people of color. They hit their ass with that time and they ask to get someone to sit down he finna do eight months if he does that. I'm not sure how they calculate federal time. I know in, in the county jails and these the state prisons in Georgia, them them folks is doing half of that time, maybe 70% of that time if they're not a repeat offender and their ass is back out on the street. So eight months ain't shit to him. And to me, it's eight months to slap on the wrist. The bitch should've got 10 years and the rest of these bitches should be getting 10 or more than that. You're trying to overthrow a whole government. No. And y'all setting up there talking about one and a half with the one and a half years ain't the turn shit. If I knew I get one and a half years for robbing a bank, I go rob that bitch right now. I get off this call with y'all and I, go I I got the getaway car. You you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> how,
3: what the hell? How
2: y'all feel about this? some folks gonna get some probation too? I'm waiting to see that bullshit. But what y'all think? <laughs> White
0: fragility is something else, and that's all right I to say. Yeah, I'm. I'm tired. I everybody's tired. Um, didn't some people die out there? Correct. If I'm right one on? of the insurrectionists, uh, they should. Everybody Georgia. who was caught could have been charged with murder <laughs> because look, that's ooh. how that works. I'm, co- yep. I'm confused. Like somebody. least yep. an accessory crime. Like, what do you mean? They died because of something that you did. Like, come on, Slim. Like, yep. I don't it's just sickening. It's it's disgusting and it's just like it, it really just shows you the true color of the United States. Like it it just shows you and it's sad and America is a white man's cradle. Right. I mean it, it, that shit is just weak to me. But of course I'm surprised he got that. Really? I think they just had to make a example out of one person. They had to show somebody, Well, we're gonna give we're gonna do justice the way it's supposed to be done, but they're not doing nothing to nobody else. He was the first to go and plead guilty because he was like shit, I'm like you can see it's clearly me on the damn TV. So let me just go <laughs> ahead and you know, say so, you know, say I'm sorry and and you know, do my my white my white man dance, and my white man cry, you know what I'm saying, sincere what what? What's sincere? sincere? You didn't have to do that. Y'all did not have to do that. Y'all did that for what? Because it didn't change anything. It it did not change nothing. But at the end of the day, you know, it's trash, and that's all I got to say. But they have literally changed laws if too many black men was carrying shotguns, um, in a public space. (laughs) Like they have literally changed laws about the ability. To own and handle certain types of firearms. Mm-hmm. And you telling me that a year and a half is enough after somebody literally tried to stage a poorly staged, but a coup nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> a literal coup on this country. Like, <laughs> were these paid actors or something? That, look, you know, is there behind be- the curtain? Like, I don't. What is what is happening here? And how are we going to prove he even end up at jail in the first place? Because they could walk him in in the front and take him right back out the exit and send him back to where you stay at. And tell him, be the fuck quiet for a year and a half. Don't tell nobody where you at. Uh, we just needed these people to look like in the media and the news that something actually happened. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the insurrections, it was a lady from here in Georgia and she was on that bullshit. She didn't need to lose her life behind it. But also you hashtag choices. When you walk out your house, you made choices about, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to get on this particular highway, and you made a choice that day that you was going to go up there and tear down uh, America's stuff, uh, which was most for the most part built by black enslaved people, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, but it right. belongs to you, your American freedom, that was built by on the backs of black slaves um, or black enslaved people. Uh, it's just it's the same cereal and milk. That's mm-hmm. all. It's just getting soggy and soggy, and I'm tired.
1: And it is frustrating because you have all of that going on and you had people able to just storm in the Capitol with, with little regard and, and little resistance. Um, the nation's capital. And then here we are in little old Georgia and Park Cannon is arrested for knocking on the door.
0: Child, I forgot about this. In the
1: Capitol. One lone Black woman Knocks on the door to figure out why is the governor in them in the sneaking, mm-hmm. sign stuff in without explaining themselves when this is normally done in public. She knocks on the door and is arrested and escorted out immediately. But they can storm the, the nation's capital and, and have the comfort ability. Mm-hmm. So they can do that with little to no protest. And, and bless those officers that were there trying to um you know um defend the capitol and that were seriously hurt and injured um i I, I saw a heartbreaking scene where he was being one officer was being crushed in the door
0: oh my god mm-hmm.
1: yeah and and they had no regard for this man's life um and he was a white male officer and he was trying his damnedest to 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 do what he uh, pledged to do, and my heart just went out to him and his family because it was no way he deserved that. Um, it should have been And for the people who are always yelling "Blue Lives Matter," this was so ironic that this is how you're treating your blue lives. Woo, talk about. Um, so yeah, that that whole thing, I I, I think that it, it may have even been a little light because I feel like it was it was very giving me treasonous vibes when we, when, when black people have gone on the steps of the Capitol peacefully, singularly, they have been arrested, Mm -hmm. you know? So this was just amazing to me how the different treatment um, is is given. And although I'm glad people are being prosecuted, I hope that the message is being sent that this is not okay to handle things in that way. Um, to where we just disregard human life and, and, and just such a... such a, 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 ugh. Like, Are
0: just, white people uh, raised to just have tantrums on every level? Is that a thing?
1: Yes. I don't know. I'm not white. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, what they do, because I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that when you live in a world where you're always taught that rules don't apply to you, and it, and it may not be in the direct sense, but the undertone is that mm-hmm. you can have it your way you know, it's, this is this is why, and it's an American thing. And this is why you have Americans, specifically white Americans, going to other countries and talk about this is my right, and not realizing they don't have those rights,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and getting locked you the know. fuck up in them. You fuck finna fuck. go to jail over here, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you don't have those rights. All. If yeah, go <laughs>
0: to Bangkok and try that shit.
1: I mean, we look at, uh, look at us as Americans. We are the country that has the World Series and don't invite nobody else from anywhere else in the world to compete in it. <laughs> Hell no, <laughs> in baseball. But we call it the World Series. We just look, backwards over here. This, this is just an example of our our view of ourselves here, and I say our as Americans, but. Yeah, I know what I'm saying um uh-huh. so yeah, I think that yeah you are raised with a certain ideal of of importance self-importance and that rules don't apply to you of course when you know you think about the disproportionalities
0: and crime and and and, and consequences you know we see who are we see the people who are you know you know, prosecuted uh, at a just higher level. Even though there's no even though there's no proof to show that people of color commit crimes at a faster rate than white people. There's no proof to show that. But if you look at mass incarceration and all of that, then you may think, but it's like actually no proof. So, of course, the rules don't apply to them. You know what's funny? I saw a video today, and then I'm gonna leave it alone, of this little white girl. And it had like a little caption saying something that uh, you could say that might be considered controversial. And she said, when I'm walking alone at night and I potentially see a black man walking up to me, I'm scared that I may be beat or robbed. But if I see a white man walking, I'm more afraid that I'm going to be raped or murdered. That says a lot in a little white woman. Mm. That. Woo! And I'm going to leave it at that.
1: Wow. Huh. And that's some honesty for your ass. Mm -hmm. Wow Well moving on Time for a COVID check in Kirby let us know Because we know this Atlanta airport Is international and we be having all Kind of shit going down in Hartsfield So what is the latest Well it's
0: definitely some shit getting thrown around Some monkey shit so Uh apparently um, Give me just a second Let me pull this up because I don't want to say This wrong a rare case of monkeypox found in a Texas re- resident who had traveled internationally. Health officials say. it's no,
1: some movie shit. No, I'm right.
0: Officials say any threat to the general public is low, mainly because the patient and fellow airline passengers were wearing masks. Let me tell you something. I, let me just move through the article because I'm, <laughs> I'm about to get hyped. A case of monkeypox has been confirmed in a Texas <laughs> resident. Who had flown to Atlanta from Nigeria on July eighth with a final destination of Dallas Love Field Airport on July 9th, the C, um said Friday, it is the first case of the virus in the United States in nearly two decades. The patient was hospitalized in isolation in Dallas and is in stable condition, and health officials with the Dallas County Health and Human Services said this is not a case. Uh, this case is not a reason for alarm, and we do not expect any threat to the general public. But see, y'all saying that. <laughs> but back in November of 2019, y'all president, some of y'all forever president, you're still trying to claim that he president now <laughs> was not worried about Ms. Copadisha. So, oh. and I've seen the pictures of unchecked monkeypox. It looks, it looks like an old world disease. Um, it is quite scary, like literally physical pox. And if you've had chicken pox before, just think of that um, at an exponential rate of three. Um, uh. Why governments of the world are y'all playing with us like this? We already dealing with the Delta variant and now possibly a Lambda variant. Yeah. Delta variant of COVID is supposedly 50% more transmissible and that if somebody sneezes, that it hangs in the air longer. Uh, than the some of the original variants of the covid um the original covid strain um and then of course we've seen the devastation that's been going on in india we already still got the common cold which has not been solved for x as of yet we still have the flu floating around malaria is still an issue in a lot of uh, a lot of continental africa um what are y'all doing um are you trying to eliminate us? If, if it's a population issue, you know, let's talk about this from a business standpoint, because that's what most of y'all care about, because you ain't got no morals and values. The more people you have, the more that you can have work for you. Hey, Jeff Bezos. Um, so Why are you trying to kill everybody? Like, burn down Amazon. Um, even though Amazon does need to be burned to, to the fucking ground. Um, and now y'all talking about some monkey pox, which is going to have people out here looking like whole zombies. And then y'all brought them through, of all airports, Atlanta, Hartsville, Jackson.
2: they got to bring their ass through Atlanta with that bullshit.
0: Take that shit to an airport in Minnesota somewhere where it's too cold for anybody <laughs> to give a damn. Like, y'all got to get it together. This is too much. It's overwhelming. And then y'all complaining about the fact, everywhere I go in Atlanta right now, we hiring. We short of staff. We ain't got nobody. Well, if motherfuckers start catching COVID and the monkeypox, it ain't going to be no reason for no staff, because everybody going to be fucking dead. Like, y'all, do y'all think that they're really trying to get rid of everybody? What is happening? What is going on in here?
1: First of all, y'all need to hire me as the gatekeeper at the Atlanta-Hartsfield airport, hurting <laughs> every fucking body around. Well, I'm going to be there with my clipboard. Like, where, where this plane coming from? The Congo, hell no! <laughs> <laughs> and send all yeah, people coming yeah, from India coming
0: and from? Italy back
1: too. The, the 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 damn jungles of Brazil, hell no! Uh-huh. <laughs> They're going to return to send a turn their asses around in the air. They don't even need to hit the mat. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh, all right, we... who we got next? Who we got next? Italy bon voyage nope not coming home <laughs> no, you right. ain't that french I don't, <laughs> I don't even know it, it ain't coming here though <laughs> I know that next plane where's this one co- Oh, Ohio yeah they can land they
0: <laughs> <laughs> better bring some uh, white castles with them though
1: they gotta bring some white castles yeah you know what I'm saying but yeah it, it's I feel like we about to be back shut down. Oh, for sure.
0: You know, I I won't even mind. I won't even mind.
1: I'm not going to mind either. But I just, like, I survived Georgia Southern with, like, no STDs. Um, (laughs) I survived, like, my 20s and 30s without getting pregnant and no STDs um, and no communicable diseases. I survived so far with no covid Um, and I'm in, you know, lived in Atlanta with like no HIV and nothing like that. I'm done with it. I don't think I was with anybody on the down low. So like... I don't want monkeypox to be the thing that like come and take me out. Like, right, I need right. them <laughs> too much for this to be the thing to come get me. <laughs> Having to put five layers of
0: cremation number eleven on me because the monkeypox then raised up so high. You got to put two inches worth of makeup on my, on my course. I what can't.
1: I can't. I can't do it. But I have a question for y'all. Like, honestly, and all jokes aside, have y'all noticed like an increase in advertisements for different kinds of vaccines? Like, stuff, right. like shingles and things like, like I've heard oh, yeah. so many different vaccine commercials in the last week and it was kind of disturbing like is this the new thing that we're doing like we're just gonna tell people to vax up with everything vax that thing up <laughs> oh, Listen, <laughs> that thing up. Good now, <laughs>
0: definitely was out here remixing back that ass up for um it was some type of um uh uh I don't know, partnership with uh I think it's a, a all black dating app or something like that. Uh BLK or something.
1: And I'm gonna um, need them to stop doing that shit because I don't see them going to Tim McGraw asking him to <laughs>
0: read
1: <receive the laughs> songs about vaccinations. They just y'all going to barbershops and hair salons and juvenile. Y'all went to go get Juvie and Mia X. Y'all wasn't yeah. playing, was you? First of all, they stoop Juvie <laughs> and Mia.
0: And the rest of them, they're stupid as hell. Because I would have told them no. But I mean, you know, money talk, bullshit walk. so maybe they got mm-hmm. paid money mm-hmm. to do it. But I don't give a fuck who is telling me to vaccinate. If I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. Like that's And I ain't shaming people talking about you don't care about your fellow neighbor and so on and so forth. Okay, what about the people that don't get flu vaccinations every year and be hacking and coughing at the radio yep. shack talking about <clears throat> and you fix my phone. What about the people that be running around here with a whole coal and sending their nasty children to school with Kool-Aid and stuff all on their lips, licking the damn toys, licking their teachers and stuff? Ain't nobody saying nothing. Nobody, nothing to them. Ain't nobody saying nothing to all of these people. Like you said, running around Atlanta giving folks HIV, gonorrhea, trichomoniasis, and all the BDs. Yep. Like, um, y'all need to go ahead and get um, your HPV vaccination and stop playing. You need to get your prep pack and stop playing. Yeah, um, you No know, gonorrhea and got out of control because gonorrhea ain't no different than COVID now. It's certain strands of gonorrhea you can't get rid of. Hello. Uh-oh. So, I... no that <laughs> Gonorrhea is not a shot in the ass no more. There are strains of gonorrhea that you can get that are extremely hard, and sometimes you cannot get rid of. So, who you playing with, licking on, coughing with, sitting at the coffee shop with, who you order nervously salty ass onion rings with, can get you fucked up (laughs) out here. Oh my god! Not
2: who you love and who you want to be fucking. Wait a minute. But you know, the
0: medical field is a big business. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. Like, they they want people to spend money. and and, Because, you know, fear make people do things. Like, people is getting vaccines out of fear. Okay, well, you know, they saying something about the shingles. Let me go get that. You know what I'm saying? It's just money. Like, it's, it's, you know, like I said, whether you, how you choose to, to take care of yourself, that's on you. But mm-hmm. all of this extra pushing people to do things with their body is, is that's what's blowing me. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Stop calling my phone and sending me text messages. I ain't going to get the goddamn vaccine. And I'm not even and no anti vaxxer, but it's like, damn, stop trying to jam that dick down my throat. Right. right? And you I'm right. not. Like, like I don't when care who what. But leave me the hell alone. Talking about we going to get you free ice cream, baby. I don't give a damn. I'm not so close tolerant. How about that? <laughs>
1: Shit. yeah i'm i'm making their own choices i'm not um going to be pressuring anyone i think it's any medical things like that is a personal choice so if you choose to get vaccinated if you don't choose to get vaccinated that's your choice um but i just i don't know i've just noticed like all these commercials and
0: Dr. Fauci out here getting sassy with Rand Paul at the Girl that shit was so damn funny <laughs> and, 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 and Mr. Paul you don't know what you're talking about a- he <laughs> <kid> was, <rolling, laughs> <Dr. laughs> was rolling his neck like he had just yes. watched an episode of Martin. I was like wait a minute now Dr. Fauci I heard Italians like blacks but damn um, he said, and you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i should say y'all gonna put some
1: respect on his name he ain't playing with
0: you know. exactly every other time Fauci done been on television he done sounded like he had the, the worst case of covid and now you up here with the, all the attitude all the shit in your system uh-uh relax honey and unfortunately even though i don't mess with grandpa because he is fucking foolish He, what he was asking was legitimate, though. So I'm gonna need you to, I'm gonna need you to relax, Dr. Fauci.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's legitimate questions out here, and people want answers, and and they they deserve to get them. I think Fauci's just tired of people who ain't never seen the inside of a biology lab trying to (laughs) sound (laughs) about you know, medicine and health and, and all that kind of stuff. That... Don't come
0: from my test tube if
1: I didn't send for you. <laughs> I think that's where he, how he kind of feel it. He kind of hitting his little boiling point, too. But, hey, but at the end of the day, it's the name of the game. This part of your job. You got to, you know, address people and answer questions. So, you know, <laughs> answer, the, answer the question.
0: And I, one more thing about this little black meat thing. The last thing y'all need to be worrying about people on y'all dating site doing is getting a goddamn vaccination. That should be the last thing that you're worried about because people be, all type of crazy people be on goddamn dating sites and that's the only commercial you want to make Y'all need to make a commercial about be safe, don't get your real number out. Hello, be safe, commercials you know about, don't saying? put too many pictures on your profile. You L- know you a serial killer. Don't come on this app. You know, you know you got HIV and all of this type of stuff. You know, you know you got 15 damn kids. You probably shouldn't be on here. <laughs> that should be the last like come on now. Get the fuck out. If you're a little too fertile, you might want to back, back that thing up. Back
1: that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you still live with your mama, definitely <laughs> back, back, back. back that. Up. Right. <laughs>
0: Out here
1: in foster care trying to get a girlfriend, boy, stop. Uh, yes, yeah, mm. sure. you know, we talked about that, yes, Lord. But speaking of music, it's time, yeah. I, always... I, I know you, you, you a big music buff, and there's a very I'm big happy. album coming out.
0: I ain't quite a hype beast, but I, you know, I, I, I know a few things here, there, and there. <laughs> let me start with the Anita anyway, anyway.
1: Um, we watched we watched the throne we were college dropouts we, we talked you about know. the life of Pablo okay. <laughs> you know um,
0: Kanye West y'all is releasing a new album Donda this week um, and actually chose to preview the song on an ad created for Shakira Richardson and her partnership or Um, I guess, sponsorship with Beats. Um, It says here, Shakira Richardson stars in a Beats ad soundtrack by 60 seconds of a song titled No Child Left Behind, which is so ironic because anybody that was in high school in 2006 knows about the No Child Left Behind ad by Bush that was not funded and it was just a bunch of posters they put around the school. (laughs) Um, and, And just ironic because, you know, Kanye is who he is these days. Um, but it says that Kanye West has a new song that soundtracks a Beats ad starring America's fastest woman, Shakira Richardson. The song is called No Child Left Behind and is set to arrive on West's new album, Donda. An album listening event is taking place this Thursday, tomorrow, uh, July 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern and will be live-streamed globally via Apple. According to Beats' announcement, the album is out on Friday, July 23rd. Um, it says The Spot actually debuted yesterday um, or excuse me, tonight, during Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Today, the, the 21st, ain't it? Yeah. Um, the spot debuted mm-hmm. tonight during Game 6 of the NBA Finals. On Wednesday night, Wes shared an Instagram post teasing a prospective track list. Um, Wes said that he would release Donda, also referred to as Donda with Child, in July 2020, but no album surfaced. Ahead of the previous incarnation of Donda, he released the single, Wash Us in the Blood, featuring Travis Scott. Kanye West's last studio album was 2019's Jesus is King. On Christmas Day last year, of course, West's Sunday Service Choir released Jesus is Born, an LP of gospel music that West executive produced. His previous solo record, Gay, arrived in 2018 and was followed by Kid C. Ghosts," a collaboration with Kid Cudi that same year. And of course, we know about Tiana Taylor's situation and Nas and Pusha T's albums uh, during that time period. Um, I have my qualms about Kanye. Um, anybody that follows Butter ATL knows that Butter ATL is giving out tickets because Kanye is actually doing a full album listening party here in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, I did apply for them tickets because I'm not going to pay for anything to be around Kanye, but um, <laughs> because it is associated with Shakari. I figured, you know what, why not? We shall see. Now, if I don't get the tickets, of course, I'm not going up there because, again, I'm not paying for anything that Kanye does. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'm sorry. I'm not spending my hard-earned money. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, As a human being, I love Kanye, but also, Kanye, you walking around unmedicated, you're really disrespectful to the mental health community. Yep. Um, you know that you got things going on, and I understand that a lot of the medications that many people with certain specific types of mental health issues, whether it be BPD, uh, schizophrenia, or other type of personality um, syndrome, And disorders. They often talk about how the medication dulls their senses, and I get it, but also the dulling of the senses is to help you from getting running out in fucking traffic. And Kanye (laughs) likes to run out in traffic verbally and other ways. And it doesn't help that he's been associated with a family that has all been all about running out in traffic um and being in these streets uh, for the last 10 to 15 years. So you know. Um, I did get a chance to watch the clip. Um, It was a a little inspirational, not even going to lie to you, because at the end of the day, we can't deny uh, that Kanye is very talented at what he does. He's just really, really very musically talented. But still, like, I I still feel some ways, and it's not like he's the first artist to do it, and he won't be the last. When y'all get in a bind, when you jam yourself up with some stupid shit that you say in the media, you'd be like, Jesus, 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 save me. And for whatever reason, you know, the masses tend to fall in love with that. Oh, my God, he loves God and he's so Christ-like. <laughs> and, you know, this is just so amazing. I'm just like, and if Kanye started collecting ties, i.e. in the form of albums, then y'all would pay for it. So y'all give me y'all 10% to the Church of Kanye. That's on you again. I will not be because I don't attend the Church of Kanye. But how do you all feel about Kanye uh, partnering up with Beats and Shakiri And what do you think about him finally possibly having a cathartic moment and releasing some things around the death of his mother by finally releasing the Donda Project.
2: So, is Donda his mother's name?
0: Yes, Donda yes. West.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay. This project
0: has been in the works for a while. He was supposed to release the Donda Project, I want to say, at least seven, eight years ago.
2: Uh, I, I, I'm going to listen to it. Um, If it's going to be on Apple Music, I'm going to listen to it and See what Kanye was talking about because I like the old Kanye, the Kanye before his mother passed on the glory. And then after that, Kanye just wasn't the same. So I'm I'm just interested to see what he's gonna be talking about on this album. Uh, I will not be attending the uh, I, I guess what is the album listening party he's doing here in Atlanta. I'm not paying for no shit like that either. Mm-mm. Um, and I can appreciate him using Shakari in the in the Beats commercial or his music being used in the Shakari Beats commercial. Um uh, I guess that was some good um marketing, I guess. I I don't know oh, I'm a know.
0: This is one of those um I'm trying to redeem myself kind of moments. And you know, Kanye's nobody's fool. So this was a whole op for him. And I'm just interested to see how that turns out. How how the rest of y'all feel
1: um yeah I think like it was great marketing um is it ironic that Donda's coming out after he separates from that family? Well okay, a good point because My a lot is? of people said if if Donda was still here that he would have never married into that family?
0: I don't believe that
1: <laughs> um I guess we'll never know, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know i it, it it i'm interested to see what the music sound like i mean he clearly already had it recorded yeah um but um I, i'm you know kanye is kanye and you know i am interested to see what his album rollout is going to look like including his behavior yeah, um uh, because that is that is a thing in and of itself so um i'm i'm interested to hear the music i mean i think like Jazzy said, a lot of us from his early works and, and fell in love with what we call what we all know as the old Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and and have been kind of looking for uh slivers of the old come shining through and let us know that he's still in there somewhere, um, and that they're not over there stirring the um the spoon and in, in the teacup anymore sinked um get out for those of y'all who missed that reference uh (laughs) so yeah i'm 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 excited for it i think one thing that kanye does good is 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 art you know so music is his wheelhouse and i'm always uh excited to see what he comes up with when it comes to that i just hope he don't be on no bullshit
0: I hope he don't play with his mama name like that, because I know she'd come around here and be haunting any house that he stay in if he if he did. Right. <laughs> For me, it's don't make me no never mind. Like I don't know how. Like I don't. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't care Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> and and like you know, this is how I would do it. If I hear a song, just because I heard it, I, maybe I'm in a car with someone. Or maybe if I got a good shuffle on and it come up in a new, you know, new playlist or something. That's the mm-hmm. only way that I would listen to it. But for me to actually go in a, a a music app to click on the album to listen to it, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, and I mean, you know, he's good, but... Mm, yeah, I could care less. Either mm-hmm. way, though. But I, mean, I am, you know, the fact that he uh, Shakiri was in the... I don't know if it was for him or for her. I kind of see it for both of them how it kind of it worked together like a good puzzle piece but other than that yeah it don't make me no never mind i'm gonna still have to get up and go to work in the morning so i don't care (laughs) i hear you right
1: (laughs) all all y'all still rich and i'm still poor so yeah that's true
0: (laughs) and the gap is getting wider and wider hey elon hey uh what's his name virgin atlantic man and jeff bezos with all that goddamn money i spent
1: Y'all yeah, find the space and do it. And you
0: know what? Honestly, I feel like he get he he that's what he get for marrying um Kim. Um uh, <laughs> I don't even really think it was her. Let's not forget, you know, he chased the shit out of her. Um mm-hmm. she, even when she got married to that basketball player for two hours he <laughs> takes the shit out of her and you know sometimes you, you you the lord be like you know what i tried to keep you away from this person but since you want it so bad i'm gonna give it to you, you know they got beautiful kids Ex I'm gonna pretty give sure, it to you. you know they they had some beautiful times but you know maybe that's what he needed to to be humble to go back to his old self you know i don't know but it really wasn't her yeah, he wanted her, and that's how she probably feels I'm like, well, Snick, I never wanted, and you know, she kind of said it. I never wanted him, but at the end of the day, he he chased me, you know. After a while, you gonna love somebody who loves you, or you're gonna be with somebody who loves you versus well, you well, know, he was friends. And and know then, that's how I know. at the end of my dark, beautiful, twisted my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy getting jumping up uh up in Amber Rose as make trying to embarrass her. Yeah, that's what I didn't like. Yeah. yeah. But you know, egotistical hurt men do things like that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so period. That's how I feel. You got what you asked for. So now you just gotta deal with the uh the broken
1: pieces. Period. <laughs> don't forget. Some of us will be looking out for the album. Shandy don't care. She'll be with that group. If she yeah. if, if something pop on the radio and she happened to hear it, she'll go with that.
0: I, mean, uh-huh. I actually did like the song on the on the um on the commercial. So you know I might add that to my playlist because it did sound, you know, great, but yeah, other than that I'm not going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to see this, listen to this new Kanye. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not the kid. The kid ain't it doing
1: that." Uh-huh. It definitely makes sense. I ain't mad at you. Um all right. Well, that's the menu guys. So like we ate good. Good job with the commentary. I appreciate all of that. It is time for the bottom half of our show and we are going to go to our let goes. This is the part of the show where sometimes you get your food and your fries ain't cold and you I mean your fries are cold they ain't hot and you got to take them back and do a return. We like to call them let goes, okay? Just want to let go of anybody got any let goes on the line. Okay. Oh shit, Coco, what we letting go of?
0: So, I how to summarize it i mean i know how to summarize it but i'm gonna let y'all take whatever y'all get from so you know how you are for me i'm normally the youngest person in the agency or the company that i work for normally Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know for me i tend to move up one thing about me i'm never stagnant i'm always looking for growth opportunities Cool However, you have bitch. the older people in the in the agency who've been there since they was 12, and they're not moving up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not moving up. You know, they don't put the the respect on the new people that's coming in. And all I want to say is, you have the same 24 hours that I got. What you do with your hours is gonna be different from what I do with my hours. But stop. Mm. Making people feel like they don't deserve positions or they don't deserve advancement because you don't know your potential or you don't know how to reach your potential. Ooh. That has nothing blue to with anybody else but you because if you want something, you're gonna go out there and get it, you're gonna work for it, and it's gonna come to you. You know what I'm saying? That's all I gotta say. Oh, yeah. like, my shine on that. I'm just Y'all saying, old ass
2: you know, salty hoes.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I ain't want to be rude, but, yeah, you old-ass, salty hoes and, and whole-ass niggas. But, you know, now, nah, honestly, like, it's not somebody's fault. If you okay being where you at for 20 years and you ain't even never tried to apply for or a manager position, baby, that's on you. And you, you dumb for doing it. But I'm just going to, like, stop getting mad at people because they know they worth. Maybe you should... Find your work, and then maybe you'll see your life changing for the better. You can't get mad at nobody, okay. cause you don't know how to work. Mediocrity loves company. Yep, and that's all I'm gonna say, cause I'm, I'm sick of it.
1: And she, and that just got let go. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else got any let goes?
0: I mean, I, I'll jump into that conversation a little. All bit. right. Um, we were, you know, having a conversation earlier about how people always are coming down on millennials about. Mm -hmm. What we do, what we ain't doing what kids, we ain't having, why we jump from job to job, why we don't do this, why we don't do that. And I feel like that is also a part of that same conversation of, I'm so sorry that you have low ambition. I'm so sorry that you lack confidence. I'm so sorry that you don't believe in yourself and nobody was able to edify you and give you some type of value or any type of intrinsic validation but that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's your cup of coffee. See, mm-hmm. mine, I mix with coconut milk and a little bit of honey. Just okay. because you drink yours with water, that's not my fault. Ooh. Um,
1: it ain't my <laughs> Did I, I didn't do that. that?
0: I really didn't. <laughs> um, because I, too, have ran into my life. And I don't deal with it just with older people. I deal with it with everybody around me because uh, not trying to be egotistical, but I am an exceptional human being. Okay. And so... Having people around, oh, you just think you all that. Oh, you think you this. You think you that. It's not about what I think, it's what I am, sweetie, because the proof is in the pudding. Um, and this ain't no jello pudding, neither. Um, and so I just would admonish anybody under the sound of my voice if you are one of those people that gets jealous or envious when people around you have something that you want, as Auntie Coco said, do your work. Um. <laughs> if you focus on what's in front of you and what's on your plate, then perhaps you could move forward. But see, your plate got flies and mold and shit on it because you keep reaching over into mine.
1: Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, Kirby, because we're going to go ahead and put that in the to-go box. Re- repeat that, those three words, what they need to do.
0: Stay over in your plate instead of being in mine? What do no, uh uh-uh. do,
1: do your,
0: your work. Mm-hmm. And that's what we said last week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Do your work. If you, D-Y-W, do your work, You wouldn't be worried about what's going on on my plate. You worried about whether I'm eating lobster and steak and sushi and swordfish and you still got a hamburger on your plate that you ain't finished yet. You trying to upgrade, but you ain't tried to go up and and pay the extra $50 at the Southwest County to get a better seat. Stop worrying Mm -hmm. about what I'm doing.
1: Well, look, what Kim and them said, quit playing hating from the side. Get your own shit. (laughs) But let me, but one thing about
0: millennials is that we, we changing the game. Like, yeah, I can tell you We that had to. We didn't have more. Options. Like, hello, two thousand eight. <laughs> like, hello, twenty twenty. <laughs> we are the reason why I feel, in my opinion, that jobs are now respecting their employees because one thing we are gonna do, we are gonna get the hell on. Like, I'm not <laughs> gonna work for you. I don't have to work for you. Just like you have a agency, I can go work for somebody else who know how to treat me, and that's my whole right. thing. I, I. I love what I do. I'm not even going to like... I love what I do. I don't even consider it work because I love my job. But one thing about it, you, you're going to treat me like a human being. I don't care about your position. I don't care how much money you make, what type of car you drive. All I'm asking for is mutual respect as a person. If you can't respect me as a person, I'm not working for you. I'm going to go find something else. But because a lot of people or the generation before us was scared, or, you know, they don't really... I can't talk to my boss like that. Who? Uh, okay, your boss ain't going to talk to me like that. And people really will that. say, well, how you get that type of respect? Because I demand that type of respect. Because i don't yeah. like, of course they're going to try you. All people try you to see how far they can push you, but I'm going to let you know, baby, I'm not the one or the two. And you couldn't check me if I was a box. So What? Come go on. Sit on somewhere. Oh, you can't check me if I was a box. And that's all.
1: Yeah, she told somebody that in real life. I just want to tell you cuz I was there. I was there and it was at work. And she told them, "What you think you going to check me? If I was a box, you still could check me." I said, well, "Let me pack up."
0: <laughs> I'm just saying like I feel like cuz I give respect. Like that's something that I was taught growing up. Like you give respect to people. So that's I'm just like, I'm going to respect anybody I come in contact with. But the minute you take my kindness for weakness, you're going to wish you never met me. Let me tell you something. I had to tell a few people some things, and I get in trouble oftentimes. Kirby, you know, sometimes you say things that make people want to jump off a roof. And I say, well, did anybody think about before they said some wild stuff to me what the ramifications could have been? Exactly. Because just because you slapped me don't mean I'm going to slap you back. I might shoot you. Right. So, you know, watch yourself out here. Watch yourself. <laughs> fuck around and get beside yourself. I yourself. know. <laughs> right? <Brogana. Danger. laughs> no, seriously though. You know, people you got to pay attention to. Your stuff. As soon as and I and I've been guilty of this. Paying attention to other folks' business, what they got going on, their job, their car, how many kids they got, what their marriage looked like um what they booty look like in their shorts or whatever <laughs> if you start paying attention to what's going on in front of you eat your burger so you can get to the steak so you can get to the lobster so you can get to the shrimp like you 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 worried about the wrong things and there's a mantra that i use oftentimes mind your business and prosper mm. it's very simple that's true <laughs> And I got one more thing, and I'm gonna leave it alone. And another thing like. about millennials, but y'all showed me access. Can you come help me do this on the computer real quick? Yep. No, I cannot. Can't copy and paste to save their life. I said, Oh, you're gonna have to talk about y'all do all that t- technology stuff. Well, baby, you're gonna have to grow with the times because I'm not yep. about to do your work for you, Miss Diane but have a good day <laughs> I'm
1: not Bernadette,
0: if you ask me one more time how to set up your email if you ask me one more time how to click, how to add a call on your iPhone if Barbie. you ask me one more time what is Microsoft Word <laughs> let me tell you something I don't know how some of these people, millennials and some of these uh, Gen Xers and baby boomers, I don't know how y'all maintain jobs I don't know whose panties you had around their ankles to get this job Blue. but no some of y'all some of y'all and and, and many of them are quote-unquote highly educated master's degrees phd's hbc's all kind of stuff yeah, and all. you can barely function in the real world and you got kids and spouses and whole beamers bins and bentley's but okay. you can't function at work properly how are you keeping your job yeah stuff is crazy
1: I mean, basically what y'all said was the conversation that we had in my training today, and it was a leadership training. And, of course, and every, everybody wants to talk about millennials. Like, it's at some point, I'll be like, where it's gonna, when it's going to come up, somebody's going to be like, and these millennials, in five, four, three, two, and these millennials. And now like, there you go. Um, but, you know, talking about that, they somebody was saying millennials just frivolously basically quit our jobs. Um, without a second thought and I was like I don't know these millennials that you're talking about because millennials I know they were trying to pay off um, a lot of people have you know, a lot of responsibilities that they're taking care of however what I think millennials have found out is that you know they can say fuck this job I can go get another one that probably pay more if you don't appreciate me here and I don't have a that problem and, that, and that's what I was asking I was like so if a millennial or has uh, realized that a job is not serving them not doing them well mentally physically emotionally and definitely not financially what is the problem with them moving on um when they realize that job is no longer serving them as opposed to what has been taught in the past which was to stay and suffer and retire with next to nothing i think we're right. past that like and like shandy said we we actually started moving companies into understanding You need to give incentives to your people If you think they're going to stay you know, If you think they're going to stay So, you know, I, I was just pointing that out to them It's always going to be an ongoing conversation You know, it is what it is But with here that we've been talking about We got COVID still doing this thing We got Delta and Lambda variants I feel like I'm at a goddamn alpha probate <laughs> With all these damn... New oh is coming out. Um, the last thing I need to do is go to work and be disrespected. So that's yes. what we're not going to do. So, yeah, well, I think we kind of hit the let goes and to go box all in once. Anybody got anything else on their heart and mind for one of those sections? No, shout Oh, people. everything is crystal over here, baby. All right. clear, baby. Me, let oh, let us know what the book of the month is and how they can reach us.
0: Uh, book of the Month is um, Life After Death. Um, that is the sequel to The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier. You can copy it on Audible and anywhere else that you can get books. You can hit us up on Instagram at Extra Crispy Extra Wet, spelled f- uh, the correct way, um, the American <laughs> Standard English way. You can also email us with your questions, interact us. Interact with us on anchor.fm slash ExtraCrispyExtraWet. extra wet. And the email is hello. At extra crispy, and as I always tell you, if you can't spell hello, don't, don't, don't contact us.
1: <laughs> and there it is, <laughs> Straight <laughs> like that. So we appreciate y'all joining us for the show today, ladies. I love all the commentary y'all given me. Some things to actually go home and think about, and I'm going to do some more, some more research on that auntie today. Thank you for that, with Jazzy. Um, yeah. You guys, thank Again, Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us And we appreciate that, definitely check us out On our Instagram and shoot us those emails We want to connect with you guys and get you on the show To give us your commentary As well Um, Well, we down here in the A we in the South, we don't want to say goodbye So we're going to keep it straight ATL And say, alright then, it."